Welcome back to The Daily Poem. I'm David Kern, and today is June 23rd, 2020. And today's poem is by an American poet named Amy Clampett. She is somehow making her debut on this podcast, as far as I can tell. I went back and looked and didn't see that I had ever read or shared any of her poems here on the podcast. But she lived from June of 1920 to September of 1924. And so this month is the 100th anniversary of her birth. And I thought this is a good time to share a poem by uh, Amy Clampett. She earned a MacArthur Fellowship in 1992 for her work and was awarded the Guggenheim Fellowship for Creative Arts in 1982 in the poetry category. The poem that I'm going to read today is called Linden Bloom. It goes like this. Before midsummer density opaques with shade the checker tables underneath, in daylight unleafing lindens burn green gold a day or two, no more, with intimations of an essence I saw once in what had been the pleasure garden of the popes at Avignon, dishevel into half or possibly three quarters of a million, hanging intricately tactile, blonde bell poles of bloom the in-mid-air resort of honeybees, hirsute cotillion, teasing by the milligram out of those necklaced nectaries. Aromas so intensely subtle, strollers passing under looked up, confused, as though they'd just heard voices, or inhaled the ghost of derelict splendor, and or of seraphs shaken into pollen dust, no transubstantiating pope or antipope could sift or quite precisely ponder. So this this poem kind of comes at you like a, uh, what's the metaphor, a, a summer storm, maybe? It comes at you like a, a an angry bee, I don't know, whatever it is, angry is not the right term, but it comes at you fast. There's, there's a rapid cadence, a rapid pace to it, which can be hard to keep up with, and in fact, it took me a couple of times to... To, uh, to read it. It actually goes so fast you kind of have to slow down in a way, which is an uh, irony that you'll find in many interesting poems. Either they go so slow you speed up or you go so fast you have to slow down. But over at poetryfoundation.org, they have a bio of Amy Clampett and have some of her work. And there's this paragraph here, which I wanted to share with you. So again, this is from the Amy Clampett bio over at poetryfoundation.org. And it says this, quote, Critics praised the elusive richness and syntactical sophistication of Clampett's verse. Her poetry is characterized by a Baroque profusion, the romance of the adjective, labyrinthine syntax, a festival lexicon, said New York Times Book Review contributor Alfred Korn in an article about Clampett's second important collection, What the Light Was Like, 1985. Indeed, the poet's use of vocabulary and syntax is elaborate. When you read Amy Clampett, suggests Richard Tillinghast in the New York Times Book Review, have a dictionary or two at your elbow. The poet has, Tillinghast continues, a virtuoso command of vocabulary, a gift for playing the English language like a musical instrument, and a startling and delightful ability to create metaphor. Her ability as a poet quickly gained Clampett recognition as the most refreshing new American poet to appear in many years, according to one Times Literary Supplement reviewer. I wanted to share that with you because I imagine that as you're listening to this, you were thinking, you know, this is a poem you have to see and you have to circle all the words you don't know and you have to look them up. You know, I certainly find that, you know, myself, there's lots of fascinating, delightful words in here and you can, you can sense Amy Clampett playing with those words and just having a, a grand time with them. Uh, she seems to be treating words like a, like a bee treats a flower um, or, or like a gardener might treat a rose bush or 
an athlete might treat a basketball or something, if I can stretch the metaphor a little bit. But there's words like uh, hirsute, cotillion, nectaries. By the way, necklaced nectaries is a, is a nice little phrase. Words like derelict, derelict splendor is another nice word. Transubstantiating, pope and anti-pope is fun. Um, and the way she combines the words is so playful and so creative that uh, it can be challenging but it's not challenging in a way that seems to be trying to distract you or, or disguise some kind of meaning or to, um, you know, discourage you or disorient you. In the, it, I read it like there's, a, like, I read it as a playfulness, as a, as a invitation to, to play and to play with words, to linger with words, to, to experience language in, in, in ways that you've never experienced it before. Like, there's probably not a lot of times when you've ever heard a phrase like pleasure garden of the popes of Avignon or uh, blonde bell poles of bloom, the in midair resort of honeybees, hirsute cotillion teasing by the milligram out of those necklaced nectaries, aromas so intensely subtle, etc. You know, you, these, these, are, these are combinations of words. These are phrases and, and, and clauses that we've never heard before. And I think there's, you know, as with reading Shakespeare, a great value in and being able to ponder and experience and enjoy language in this way. Um, and certainly looking them up helps and putting it all together like a puzzle, it can be part of the process. But as much as anything, one of the great things about poetry is that it offers you a chance to spend time with beautiful language and to spend time with language you won't hear anywhere else. And so that's what I like about a poem like this, like Linden Bloom by Amy Clampett, which I will now read for you one more time uh, as we sign off on the podcast for today. Before midsummer density opaques with shade the checker tables underneath, in daylight unleafing lindens burn green-gold a day or two, no more, with intimations of an essence I saw once in what had been the pleasure garden of the popes of Avignon, dishevel into half or possibly three-quarters of a million hanging, intricately tactile, blonde bell poles of bloom, the in-mid-air resort of honeybees, hirsute cotillion, teasing by the milligram out of those necklaced nectaries. Aromas so intensely subtle, strollers passing under, looked up, confused, as though they just heard voices, or inhaled the ghost of derelict splendor, and or of seraphs shaken into pollen dust. No transubstantiating pope or anti-pope could sift or quite precisely ponder. This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another poem for you.